Up next, a message from Victory Life Church of Milton. Peter's been talking about this for a while, guys. We're in this study in the book of 1 Peter, and what he's been talking about is, hey, you are a Christian living in a pagan society. You're not necessarily going to fit in. Everybody's not going to think you're cool and awesome because you have a Jesus fish on the back of your car. You see what I'm saying? Um, but we are obligated, because we belong to the Lord, we're obligated to set a godly example, to live a godly life. Amen? So um, we're going to continue with that. Today, if you guys are ready, are you ready? Yes. Okay, well, let's go ahead and I want to read our little chunk. First Peter chapter two, starting at verse 13. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether to the emperor as supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as godly slaves. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we just love you and we praise you. Thank you for your anointing this morning. Thank you that what you want to be said is going to be said, Lord. Thank you that we are truly going to leave here refreshed and excited, Lord, and, and ready to be obedient to your word. Let us have a hunger to get into your word, Lord. Let us uh, set aside that time each and every day to get into your word and to be fed and to walk in that word. Lord God, we love you and praise you, Lord. No matter what's going on in our world, Lord, we love you and we praise you. You are a faithful God and loving God. In Jesus' wonderful, precious name we pray. Amen. Okay. Give them some praise, guys. So you guys, you know this by now that you're extremely blessed, right? A debt was paid that you couldn't pay. And as Christians, we shouldn't forget about that. And I'm not, I'm not saying that we, we truly forget about it, like we have amnesia about that fact. But sometimes, don't we push it to the back? We hardly ever think about it, right? Sometimes, right? Am I honest? Is it just me? Okay. Anyways, okay guys, we need to be a thankful people. No matter what's going on, so much has been done for you. Amen. Understand this, that you just doing the thing, doing what you did before you accepted Jesus Christ, before Jesus Christ grabbed hold of you, we were all on our way to hell. Amen. Amen. You're blessed. I want you to understand that, guys. And I, I want us to hold that close. In our hearts, man, you know what's going to help you walk the line? You know what's going to help you be that obedient servant to the Lord and doing these hard things? Because some of this stuff's kind of hard. You know what I mean? Because your flesh man doesn't want to do some of this stuff, right? Okay, but you know what? The more thankful I am to the Lord, the more I can be obedient to Him. Amen? The more I can keep focus on what He has done for me, the more I can be obedient to Him. And I can do all things through Christ. Amen? Okay, that's what separates you from the rest of the world. You accepted that most precious gift. You're no better than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? You're no better than anybody else. That doesn't matter where you were born, what kind of schooling you got, what kind of money you got in the bank, okay, what kind of job you have. You're no better than anybody else, but you've accepted that most precious gift from the most precious being in the entire universe. Amen? Okay, so let's get started here. I'm just trying to get us thankful this morning. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution. Okay, it says, be subject for the Lord's sake. Sometimes you might not want to be, be obedient to the laws of this land. Sometimes there might be things that you see and you're like, man, that's ridiculous. But what did it say? For the Lord's sake. 
Okay, so if you don't think you need to do something or it seems really difficult or even stupid, man, this is what God expects from His children. Amen? Remember what He's done for you. And He asks us to do things and sometimes it it might make perfect sense, but you don't want to do it. Amen? Because we might be a little rebellious. Sometimes it might even not make much sense to us at all. But He says, hey, for my sake... Do it. It reminds me of uh, when I was little. I, I really, really did not like going to family reunions. And I love my family. It's just, it was just weird being around people that I only saw like once a year, twice a year. It was just kind of weird and peculiar for me. And my mom would say, well, just do it for me, baby. Just do it for me. And you know why I went? Because I didn't want to get in trouble, but also because I love my mama. I, lo- I love my, and the food wasn't half bad and all that. But, but, but anyways, man. Sometimes we do things that we don't want to do because we love the other person. Amen. Because the other person has been good to us. Amen. And God has been good to you. Amen. He he has been so good to you. Amen. And he says, listen, do this for my sake. If you don't get it, if you don't understand it, if you if this seems peculiar or strange, okay, start off by doing it just because dad says do it and I love you. Amen. And that can be, that can be the base right there. I love you. Be subject for the Lord's sake because He has a reason for us to obey these things. Amen. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to the governor sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. So whether we're talking about the president or the police department, God expects us to really be good citizens. He expects us to obey these laws. Amen. And sometimes that's tough. Sometimes that's difficult. You know what I mean? But God says, hey, you're my kid. And I have set these things up. Do you understand that? That God has ordained these institutions? Does that make sense to you guys? Let me back it up. Romans 13 and verse 1. Let everyone. So that's all of it. Look, nobody. Nobody can get out of this. This is what God expects from his people. Like, I don't get it, man. Well, I'm in church and you're telling me to pay my taxes because God tells us to be good citizens. This is important to him. He's been a good God. He ain't going to leave you now. Amen. He says, do it. Do it for my sake, son. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. That's all of us right there. For there is no authority except that which God has established. Did you hear that? If somebody's been put in authority over you, it's because God has signed off on it. Amen. Amen. God has signed off on it. God has given it the nod. This is what's going to happen. You see what I'm saying? So therefore, we are obligated to be obedient to this person, to be respectful to this authority. Amen? Amen. And I know there's probably some questions, some things starting to roll around in the back of your head because I had the same ones. I know what you guys, this is a smart crowd, man. I could call any one of you up here. You could preach this sermon a lot better than I could. So I know what you're thinking, man. But see, first of all, let's understand this. God has established these things, and he says, I want you to be a good citizen. I want you to show the unbeliever, hey, this is how Christians do with things. This is how Christians do stuff, amen? Christians are to be like super awesome citizens, you know what I mean? We are to be a great asset to our community, amen? Amen. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so Romans 13 and verse 1, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. Now let's go to the next verse, Romans 13 and verse 2. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And did you hear that right there? 
Oh, the speed limit is stupid. It's ridiculous. I should be able to go a lot faster than that. When we're rebelling against that, man, we're going against God. Isn't that crazy? Hey, but that's how it's set up, man. You know what I mean? And so guess what happens, man? If we disobey God by disobeying that authority that's been put over us, guess what you're going to have to do? I'm going to have to do. We're going to have to reap what we sow. Amen? You might just get yourself a little ticket. You might just have your little day in court because you decided to do what you wanted to do. Amen? Can I get a witness? Anybody ever been there? Consequently, Whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. That's pretty hardcore right there, man. Because we can, we can disagree with our elected officials and stuff like that, and there's ways to deal with that. But God says, you know what, man? You're my kid. And I want you to be respectful, and I want you to be obedient. It, listen, it doesn't matter if you voted for someone or not, man. We're obligated to... The Bible says that we're supposed to pray for those that are putting authority over us. Amen? And, uh, I mean, let's be honest, man. Um, sometimes, if we don't like somebody who's been putting authority over us, the last thing our flesh wants to do is pray for that person. You know, our natural self, sometimes we want to see that person fall flat on their face because we want to be right. I know he wasn't going to do no good. You know what I mean? But see, these people have awesome responsibilities, man. Okay, so we need to pray for them. And the last thing a Christian needs to be doing is causing trouble for these people. Amen? Can I get a witness? Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. And all God's people went, ooh. And that's the truth, man. we got to understand that, man. That, uh, you know, when we repent of something... Our God and Father is faithful, man, and He's ready to forgive us, man. But with our actions are bound up in consequences. Did I say that right? Kind of, sort of. <laughs> Every action, there's a consequence to it. Sometimes there's good consequences. Sometimes there's bad consequences. And God warns us, hey, man, do the right thing and get good consequences. Amen? Do the right thing and be blessed. But if you want to go around my law, you want to disobey man's law, okay, when I said you need to follow this, okay, guess what? There's some bad, painful consequences waiting for you. Amen? Y'all with me? Amen. Okay. So, here we go. Um, keep it right there. When would I ever disobey man's law? Because God is so specific about that, man. You know what I mean? We're supposed to honor and respect and obey those that have been putting authority over us and pray for them and try and be the best citizen we can be. Amen? So, what about this? What about when, when my liberties... It, when my liberties, I feel like they're being attacked. You know what I mean? When, okay, now, this is something that occurred to me just the other day. I was in the hospital. Um, not me personally. Thanks for your concern. Like, I wasn't there for me, but I was, I was in the hospital, and there was this picture of that cross that's out there on Pensacola Beach. It's this beautiful thing on this sand dune. It's been there as long as I can remember. So I got curious. And having a computer in my pocket, like most of you, I begin to look stuff up. And this is the deal with that cross. Do you know what I'm talking about, the cross on Pensacola Beach? This thing, apparently, supposedly, that cross is the site of the very first Christian service on American soil. Yeah. Yep. I had nothing to do with that. I but thank you. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really interesting. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking, I was like, man, 
You know what would just really get under my skin? If, if some crazy guy's like, man, that cross offends me. I, I want that tore down. Or, hey, let's, let's build a box around that cross. And, and then everybody's happy because the cross is there, but you can't see it. No one's going to be offended. Because these things happen all the time, right? you got to take park benches out of a park if a church donated and said, for God so loved the world, yada, yada, whatever. Okay, these things are crummy, and I don't agree with these things. But, you know, we're still called to be awesome citizens. You know what I mean? Well, well, can I fight these things? Can I get my little banners and protests all day long if you want to? You sure can, as long as you stay within the law. You can go through the courts and all that. But I think I know we can differ on this. You know what I mean? This isn't a salvation issue, but we can cause a big stink if we want to, man. Because as Christians, we want to have that best witness. Our life needs to be a good witness in how we handle things. You know what I mean? We have a lot of freedom and a lot of, a lot of liberty as Christians and Americans. Amen? But if the ruling is something you don't agree with, well, you know what? You did the proper thing, and there's the ruling right there. And we need to, we need to obey that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. For instance... I found this out. Okay, you know the go the extra mile thing Jesus was talking about? You know where that came from? The Romans were, were occupying Israel. And the Jewish folks, the Israelites living there, the Romans didn't know their way around so good. they like, hey, uh, uh, excuse me, sir, can you tell me how to get to uh, yada, yada, yada? And so the Israelites, who weren't so thrilled to be being ruled by Romans, was like, yeah, you go down here, take a left and, and a right, and, and there you are, and, you know, have a good day, sir, yada, yada. And a lot of times these, these Hebrew guys were just sending them the complete wrong place. <laughs> like, yeah, it's over there, man. And guy goes to a place he doesn't want to go. So anyways, this law came up, man. Listen, okay, Hebrews, Romans are in charge here. You're going to walk the first mile with these guys to where they're going. All right, that way... You're not going to be so quick to lie to them. That's where that came from. And Jesus said, you know what? Go the extra mile, man. And I think as Christians, we need to go the extra mile, man. We're still obligated to let our light shine, even if things don't go our way. Amen. We live in a fallen world. Okay, we're just passing through. And, and we want everything to go our way. But God never promises everything's going to go your way. Are you going to have special privileges as, an, as a Christian? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? All right. I'm sorry if I made y'all mad. Okay, but okay, seriously, here, here's the question that, that I know. If I was sitting out there and if I was still paying attention, um, which how long have we been talking? I probably wouldn't be paying attention. Um, but I would be thinking, well, I know, I know that we don't always obey man's law. Well, we don't always, we are to always obey man's law until what? Until it contradicts God's law. You know what I mean? When it is clearly against God's law. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Then we go with God's law. Like, for instance, it's all through the Bible. We could just talk about this for the rest of the day. Matter of fact, is anybody free for the rest of the day? Um, y'all ain't got nowhere to go, right? Okay, so anyways, cool. Um, here, here's the deal, man. All through the Bible, it talks about these things, man. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Those guys right there? Um, Nebuchadnezzar builds that big 90-foot statue. Remember that? And he's like, everybody bow down to it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they weren't going to do it. They didn't do it. You know what I mean? And they said, you know what? King, and the king was going to give them a second chance. And they're like, man, save your time, man. If you want to, we're not going to bow down. 
Okay, because we have some rules to follow by our God. And rule number one, commandment number one is thou shalt have no other gods before me. We are not going to bow down and worship this statue. And our God can save us. I'm expecting our God to save us. But if he doesn't save us, it's for something awesome. You know what I mean? So just because God's law is above man's law, and so we are obligated to obey God's law, does not mean everything is going to go your way. It does not mean that at all. But we are, that is the standard we follow. We follow God before man. You see what I'm saying? And even though they disobeyed the king, they disobeyed the king with respect. You know what I mean? They still gave him respect. You know what I mean? And they still got thrown into that fire. You see what I'm saying? But they didn't go through that fire alone. There's a good point in there. That'd be like, oh, Paul, that ain't horrible preaching right there. Okay, so we obey God's law, right? God's law first. Remember, remember uh, uh, the apostles? <laughs> Raise your hands if you remember us ever talking about apostles in church. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so listen, man. The apostles are, are preaching, man. They're preaching. They're spreading the word about Jesus, man. And people are getting delivered. People are getting saved. I mean, this Christianity thing is just spreading like wildfire, man. You know what I mean? All these people are just getting riled up. So the apostles get arrested. And they are commanded, do not teach in this name. Don't be talking about Jesus. Okay. God's law or man's law. What is that? We go with God's law every single time. Well, no, no, no hold on. My, I know what you mean because my workplace said, uh, when I'm on the clock, when I'm on the clock, I don't need to be witnessing to people. I need to be doing my job. And I don't agree with that. No. <laughs> You've been hired to do a job. And your life on that job can be a witness. You know what I mean? But when it, when, when a man says, I want you to go against God's law, okay, God's law always comes first. So these apostles, this is what they say, Acts 5 verse 29. Remember, we want to be awesome citizens. We want to be the best citizens. We want to be an asset to our community, to our nation. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But when it comes up between God's law versus man's law, God's law wins. Amen? But keep in mind, yeah, you can give them some praise. Keep in mind, man, you got to understand, that does not mean things are going to work out the way you want them to. You know what I mean? A lot of people ended up in arenas, man, being massacred because they wouldn't deny the name of Jesus Christ. But God is faithful. Amen? And you belong to Him. And He says, for my sake, remember, He loves you. Amen? And He's not going to leave you. So anyways, Acts 5, verse 29, but Peter and the apostles answered, we must obey God rather than man. Amen. So that's it right there, man. And you know what? They got flogged. They got flogged for that little statement right there. And they went out rejoicing. They went out rejoicing. Hey, man, I wouldn't be in this trouble. I wouldn't be having these holes in my skin. Hey, hey, Peter, is that your liver? You know what I mean? You wouldn't be going. You wouldn't be going. I wouldn't be going through this if I was not part of God's family. So I'm called by his name. You know what I mean? So we have a reason to rejoice even when things are hard and we need to be, expect to be persecuted. Amen? You know, if we want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus, there will be persecution. There ain't no way around it. Um, if you got your Bibles, turn to 1 Peter 13. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to be the emperor as supreme, verse 14, or the governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. Verse 15. For this is the will of God. What? 
This is what God expects of us, man. To be obedient to those that have been putting authority over us. So once again, smart people, I know you guys already got this. When would I not obey man's law? When it goes against God's law. You know what I mean? God comes first always. Amen? For this is the will of God that by doing good, see this should help us, this should make a little bit of sense why we need to obey man's law. Because man's law is set up for reasons and God has ordained it. Amen. And we don't want to be the one causing trouble. Amen. We want to be that good citizen. We want our life to be a good witness. For this is the will of God that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. See, remember that verse I just said? If you want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus, you will be persecuted. People are going to come against you just for the simple fact that you love Jesus. You know what I mean? That's just part of being a Christian. But see, what we got going on here is, you know what? Do not give Satan or the world or any unbeliever any kind of real ammunition that they can use against you. You know what I mean? If you find yourself before a judge for being a Christian, you know what I mean? They better have enough evidence to uh, uh, what? Convict you. All right? If you're before um, a, a judge, they better have enough evidence to convict you of being a Christian. But you know what? Anything bad, like uh, breaking the laws, breaking man's law and stuff like that, they better have to lie about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, how do you say Stephen? Remember, they had to lie about him. You know what I mean? Are y'all with me this morning? And Jesus. Okay, and uh, um, 1 Peter 2 and verse 12 right there on your monitor. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable. Gentiles. Non-believers is what, we're, what, what this means right here. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you, it's not if they speak against you, but understand, it's what Jesus says. Jesus said, if you belong to me and they hated me, they're not going to give you a hall pass, man. You know what I mean? Okay, so we need to expect that we're not always going to fit in. Okay, but anyways, here we go. So that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds. When they say these things about you, you know, you keep living that godly life. Let them see that you're separated from sin, that you don't think you're better than them by any means, but you want to obey the law. You want to do what's right. Amen. And when they see that, you know what? That's a powerful witness. You know what I mean? And some people, not everybody, but some people, that will be something that pulls them closer to the foot of the cross. God can use your life and how you go through persecution and how you go through these things. God can use this to pull people to the foot of the cross. Amen? Right, amen. Are y'all with me? Amen. For this is the will of God that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Verse 16. Live as people who are free. And we have some amazing liberties as Christians. You know what I mean? But we don't want to take advantage of God's grace. We don't want to abuse God's grace. You see what I'm saying? That is a wonderful, precious thing that we have been given, amen, that we don't deserve, that our sins have been forgiven, that Jesus Christ paid for our sins. But, okay, but if we continue to just live, listen up, guys, if we continue to to just live in lawlessness and be perfectly content with breaking God's laws and doing things that are against the Lord, and you don't feel anything at all about that, you might not be saved. 
Because if you love the Lord, if you love the Lord, you want to obey the Lord. I'm not saying there won't be a struggle. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that there won't be a tug and a pull between the flesh and the spirit. But if you're completely content with just doing things contrary to God's word, you might need to come and kneel down at the foot of the cross. You know what I'm saying? But if we love the Lord, we want to obey the Lord and increasingly show that should be a fruit that we're bearing. Amen? Amen. So anyways, what, okay. live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil. See, I just basically said that, right? Kind of, sort of. Not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil. I'm saved, man. It's all been forgiven. I can do whatever I want to do. You know what I mean? It ain't supposed to be that way. Amen? But living as servants of God. Okay, that's really important, man. So much has been done for you, man. I mean, so much has been done for us. Let's not forget about that. And because of this, I should and want and can be a servant of the Most High God. Even when things don't make sense. Even when the guy I voted for didn't get elected and your guy did get elected. You know what I'm saying? I'm still supposed to pray for that guy. Are y'all with me? Galatians 5 and verse 13. You, my brothers and sisters, so that's all of us again, we're called to be free. Isn't that awesome? No matter what your background is, slave or free, um, male or female, Jew or Greek, we can all be free because the Lord resides in our heart. Amen? You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Woo! All those people say, woo! So much has been done for you. And we're not supposed to abuse that grace. Amen? So let's remember that because God says, hey man, I want you to be some awesome citizens. You know what I mean? I want people, when they look at, when they look at your taxes, they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, this guy's really honest, man. He must be a Christian. You know what I mean? Can I get a witness? All right. I'm just, I'm, I know I'm causing trouble. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Honor everyone? Yep. Honor everybody. No, just the Christians, right? Nope. Everybody. Remember the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. So this is, uh, this is a pretty tough thing to do sometimes, man. You know, cause we don't get along with everybody in the church. We certainly don't get along with everybody in our world. You know what I'm saying? But here we go. Honor everybody. You can find something good about everybody. You know what I mean? Okay. Love your neighbor as yourself. And we know we're in America. We love ourselves a lot. You know what I mean? We're not going to let ourselves go starving. You know what I mean? So here Peter's like, this is kind of tough to do. But remember, God loves you. A lot's been done for you. Amen. Don't you dare abuse that grace. Now, this is important to God. Amen. Love everybody. Honor everybody. Without love, you ain't nothing. Can I get a witness? Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. So Christians too. We're coming in closer. Love everybody. Be good to everybody. Amen. As long as it depends on you, live at peace with all people. You might not be able to live at peace with everybody, but you do everything in your part to make sure you live at peace with everybody. Amen. That's, 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 that's Bible, man. I didn't make that up. Okay. Honor everybody. Love the brotherhood. Okay. We need to understand this, man, that uh, this is our family right here. 
This is our family. And God wants us to be concerned and committed to one another. Amen. And to help one another out. Love the brotherhood. They will know we are Christians by our love for one another. Amen. That's an awesome thing. And God expects that out of us. Well, man, I, that dude just really rubs me the wrong way. That's not the deal, man. That doesn't matter. God says, love him. Be there for him. Amen. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. You know what's going to help you do all this stuff, man? The fear of God, man. Right. The fear of God. That jaw. Everyone say jaw. jaw. Dropping. Dropping. Reverence. Reverence. For my God. Like when, don't, don't repeat this. Like when, <laughs> like, like when the children of Israel have that meeting with God at Mount Sinai. You know what I mean? When they have that meeting and they are like, wow, they are fear. They are full of fear when they see the Lord, when they hear the thunder and all this is going on. They're like, Moses, from now on, why don't you just talk to him? Because they were scared, man. Hardcore scared and that's where our relationship with the lord needs to start right there well that doesn't sound right that doesn't make a lot of sense no the fear of the lord is the beginning of what that's got to be our foundation guys right there you know what's going to keep you on the straight and narrow until you fall deep 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 in love with the lord you know what's going to keep you on that straight and narrow making you do those hard obediences those things that you don't want to do is the fear of those consequences you know what i'm saying just like when your daddy you know, I don't know about your daddy, but my daddy, I loved my dad. And he was a good, awesome man. You know what I mean? But there was some fear there. If I crossed the line, I knew something was going to happen that I wouldn't like. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God and honor the emperor. So whether you're the smallest person in leadership or you're at the top, we are to honor them. Amen? Amen. We are to uh, uh, obey. But when would we not obey? When it goes against God's law. Amen. And just remember, guys, you know, this is important to God, man. You know, this isn't about Democrat, Republican, or I don't like that mayor. He used to be my neighbor and his kids all run around half naked in the street. You know, it ain't about that, man. Okay, God, it's important to God and he's been good to us and he expects this of us. And he says, don't abuse this grace, man. I want you to do this because a powerful witness. Amen. And there's blessings in it for us. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, bless these folks. Lord, keep them safe. Lord God, let us get into your word. Let us pray for the members of this congregation. Let us have a, a, a godly burden for those in this church that are fighting right now in all kinds of areas. Lord, let us be there for one another. Lord God, let us be what you've called us to be. Thank you for blessing all the churches that preach your gospel, Lord. Bless Victory Life Church and its congregation and meet our needs and your will be done. And we love you and praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thanks for listening to this message from Victory Life Church. Go to victorylifechurchofmilton.com for more. And may God bless you.